What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm late. I'm late. For a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Welcome to Deckheads, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to Deckheads with your hosts, Nick and Anna. Broadcasting from the bottom of the boat, below, below deck. Ooh, I'm horny. All yacht talk all the time. I'm having a party. We're shoveling coal to keep this show afloat. I love cocaine. We're off the map in international waters. I need some drama, me. Hide that cocaine. Never. In my nose. Just so you know, I'm in an open relationship. Below deck. Woo! Below me. What? Deckhead. Hey, Anna, welcome back. I can see that you are yawning. That's how we start an episode. I yawn. Welcome to Dickheads. I'm your host, Nick Turner, here with co-host Anna Hosnier, and today we have a doozy. We have Dickheads, deckhands that got into fights. We got stews that got into fights. We've got captains. We've got engineers that no one talks about, and we have a show for you today. Welcome to Dickheads, where your friends live. Anna, how have you been? Hi, Nick. I just want to clarify. I was not yawning. I was just making a <laughs> noise with my mouth. Same that's what I did. on this end. Because you know what? Oh, that's too fucking bad. A house I was looking at just went pending. It's too bad. Guys, looks like I can't buy that house, unfortunately, because it did go pending. Looks like someone else is going to buy it. And you know what? Levi sent me a commercial, uh, an ad, an email that said, let's celebrate Juneteenth. Thank you, Levi's. Nothing makes me feel more uh, patriotic for the day that we finally um, stopped enslaving black people than wearing Levi's jeans. You know what? These fucking brands, man, all they do is pretend like they're fucking all about everything. And they're like, Black Lives Matter. But if you wear a T-shirt, that says BLM at work will fire you, Taco Bell. Oh, sorry. I'm just heated. Uh, that's okay. Uh, Taco Bell is 
infuriating uh, on a regular day. But uh, now it's even worse. And how are you going to get through it if you don't buy Taco Bell? I mean, what is someone in Southern California to do if you don't have access to authentic Mexican food like Taco Bell? Authentic Mexican food. That's what I always call Taco Bell. All right, guys, just remember Black Lives Matter and the movement must keep moving. We are not done just because people are certain people are being arrested. We need to keep fucking moving. Now on to whites on a boat, as this show should be called. We're talking Below Deck Season 6, Episode 4. All right. Uh, what a time to be alive. Whites on a boat. Whites on a boat. Let's sing a song about whites on a boat. Whites on a boat. They should. That's supposed to be the theme song of this show when they do the opening, where it's like dun, 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 or whatever they do in their like below deck theme. It should just be like whites on a boat. Whites on. A no, boat. it should be the Lonely Island theme song. I'm on a boat. Yeah, a great blue watery road. A great blue with what is it? Um, Florida. Akon. No, it's not with Akon. No, T-Pain. 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 It's just like we were trying to figure out which autotune singer was. <laughs> um, I'm locked up. Yeah. They, is Akon still locked up? I have no idea. He's still making tunes. All right. Um, okay. Let's do tunes. it. Tunes. Yes. Yeah, so Below Deck Season 6, Episode 4. We continue with Ross snitching on Riley to Captain Lee. And he, he goes up to Captain Lee and he's like, you know, it's not really my place to tell you this, but uh, he's like the uh, moral compass, apparently, of this boat. And uh, he tells Captain Lee that Rock, Rocky, Riley is talking to the guests too much. And Captain Lee's like, well, she shouldn't be doing that. And he's like, yeah, I agree. She's talking to the guests too much. I'm like, way to snitch about nothing that you could have just, I don't know. And then he also says that there's a breakdown of information uh, from Chandler where Every, a lot of people are misinformed. They don't know what they're supposed to know. They're missing stuff that they shouldn't be missing, and it's very confusing. And Chandler is not doing a good job of telling them stuff. And Captain Lee's like, well, if you're ever confused, you come straight to me. And yeah, Captain Lee says he's impressed by Ross and that he gets, gets in and knows how things should be done. And that the bosun should know shit and how to communicate it with his deck crew and that he will deal with it. And, and Ross is like, thank you, sir. No, oh. he's more like, thank you, sir. Moral Compass Ross. Morco Row. That's what I'm going to start calling him. Morco Row. Moral Compass Ross. Morco Row. Uh, mm, that's problematic. Uh, well, probably everything is. The guests are hanging out with the water toys and Adrian and Kate are talking about the luau party on the beach and she can't, can't stop talking about how much she loves Josiah and what a great second stew he is. And Riley says that she has no regrets with how she acted with Ross because she was being safe with the guests when she was pulling them up and the deck crew is working on prepping for the beach picnic and Ross says that he's never gone to a captain about someone before so he feels bad but it just shows how frustrated he is by this strong woman Riley. Um, do you think there's any possibility that Ross won't be boasting next year? You know there is. There is? Yeah. No, Chandler's boasting now. Yeah. So I'm saying Ross will be the boasting next year. Yeah. Yeah. What 
What are you saying? I'm saying Ross will be the Bosa next year. Yes. That's what I was saying. And then you said no. No, I said yeah. All right, cut this out. Cut what out? Cut out, cut out this misunderstanding. No! <laughs> also, I just, I just looked it up. He's not the bosun next year. Oh, my God. Uh, great. You win. Women won, Nick zero. Oh, no, but guess who's back? Shady? Riley's back, season seven. Oh, my God. Uh, is she the new bosun? No. Okay. No more questions, Your Honor. Huh. Fascinating. Fascinating. Uh, read it out loud or don't read it. Uh, no, no. I, I was just, uh, I was nothing. Okay, I, was, I was saying fascinating to the fact that they would bring Riley back after all this. But of course, we okay. don't know how this season continues. So maybe she becomes posted at the end. What if she replaces Chandler? She won't. Oh, she won't? No. What if she replaces Chandler and then Josiah has to replace her? Oof. That would be sick. I would love to see him pick up uh, do something dirty. Oh, uh, Josiah! Don't, do butlers not clean? Do butlers not clean? Do butlers not clean? I'm pretty sure he does clean. No, I'm asking like a butler, a butler's job in a house. Is it? Does he do any cleaning? Because like a maid would do the cleaning. If you got a butler, you got a maid. You don't come, You don't have one without. It's like buying a left shoe. I thought maybe butlers are more service, and a maid would be more cleany. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to see the fucking maid. Get a guy, dress him nice, make him talk good, and send him in to talk to me. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, don't no need to look it up. No, I. I have no plans on looking up if butlers clean. Trust me. All right. Like, did Jeffrey clean on the Fresh Prince? He did, didn't he? Because there was no maid. So he was the maid. Yeah. He was a proper English butler, but he did clean. I guess he did. So huh. those are the only two types of butlers I know. Hmm. Well, uh, anyway, Caroline is um, bitching to Kate about Chandler and. Kate defends Chandler and says that technically, like, he usually the dishwashing goes to the lower deckhands and not the bosun. But she does tell Caroline that she shouldn't be up to 4.45 a.m. anyway. But Kate also thinks that Caroline isn't upset that Chandler didn't help her. She's upset that Chandler didn't show her any attention. Mm -hmm. Catty Kate, but good point. You a little cat, meow. But that is a good point. You a little cat, meow. Yeah, that's how you podcast. Do you feel like... um Cool dude? Yeah. Do you feel like... I'm a cool what's her guy? Name? No, no, just yeah. listen. Do you feel like... Um, I'm cool? <sighs> like one of the cool... Like a Fonz type? Like when you look at me, you just think I'm wearing shades because I'm so cool? What is going on right now? I was just guessing. No, I was going to say, do you feel like Caroline might have, and I know this is a bad take, pieces of her mother in her? Like she killed her mom and ate her? Okay, you know, that's not what I said. I'm just saying she can be a little 
little screws loose, if you will. Do you get that vibe? Pieces of her mother. What does that mean? Because her mom is going through like early onset dementia. Um, do I think Caroline has dementia? No, no. I think like. Do I think she's um got some emotional issues? Yes. Do those usually stem from the parents? Yes. So uh, that I will agree with. Okay. I will agree with that. Okay. Okay. Thank you for agreeing. Yeah, you <sighs> got agreement in me. All right. So um, Ross says that he's here to work to provide for his son and give him a good life, which he didn't have. And we see some pictures of his son and he's deaf a cutie. I thought it was something. Oh, really cute. yeah. He's a cutie. But, you know, all kids are. Uh huh. So Kate thinks Caroline is obsessed with Chandler and. Caroline's like radioing Chandler and he's like, yeah. And she's like, no, nothing. Just checking. It's like, okay. And then she goes and knocks on his door. Just checking to make sure my phone works. Yeah. Because I was expecting a call from you. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, she goes and knocks on his door and then goes to do laundry. And then he comes out and she apologizes to him for the night before and says like, I had no idea that like you weren't supposed to be doing the dishes. So I apologize. And he's like, what? And he has no, he's like, I have no idea what she's apologizing for. And I don't even think she knows where she is right now. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you're not wrong, Chandler. I don't agree with you much, but uh, I don't think she knows where she is either. Cause she's also like apologizing for things that it's like, no one is thinking about these things. She's an idiot. So funny. I just don't like how she's like, ah, ah. she just makes all these weird faces that I'm like, can you calm down? Sorry to tell a woman to calm down after I said, don't tell a woman to calm down. But she's, she's a no, little. No, you told a man not to tell a woman to calm down. She's a little all over the place. And it makes me nervous. It makes me nervous. Like when Adrian was like, Caroline could snap at any moment. He read her like a book. Mm-hmm. Well, I, it's like. The the book wasn't wearing a different cover. I, I mean, it's like the book says, I'm nuts. <laughs> and, uh, you know, no offense. And then uh, he's like, hey, it looks like the cover of your book is nuts. And you're like, are you nuts? Yes, she's fucking nuts. She wears it on her sleeve. She's She has a nuts face. She got nuts eyeballs. She got a nuts personality. And uh, she is like... Oh, God, there's no one I want to hang out with less than someone who's like, hey, why aren't we hanging out? <laughs> why aren't we friends? Why are you friends with him and not me? Yeah. Oh, no, I do want to hang out with you. I love conversations like this. Good yeah. idea. Yeah, Adrian tells Kate that Caroline is like a deer in headlights and is always startled every time you talk with her. And I was like, boom, again, nailed her like a fucking yeah. hang a deer. Nailed Shot her, her like a deer. But like every time he's like, uh, hey, Caroline, she's like, hey, yeah, hey. <laughs> it's like, chill the fuck out. I'm doing it. It's like you are so emotionally volatile. I don't know if people should talk to you. Hey, Caroline, can you do your job and stop watching The Joker over and over in your cab? Oh, what was that? Sorry. I apologize. I apologize for that freak out. 
She's a fucking shit show. And it doesn't help that she'll be like, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> like run off. And you're like, what just happened? What just happened? You have to have some build up to these like crying fits. Like you can't just be like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> hey, like, can you pass like, me that laundry? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's nonsensical that it's like, hey, you know, like if you um are a pressure cooker, don't go on a reality show. Because mm, you'll be made to look a fucking fool. Mm, and that's preach. not going to help with the pressure cooking. That's actually going to make it worse. That's going to add more pressure to you. But this is the thing. People don't know. I mean, and you see it in every ITM. Like, Riley pisses off every single person on the boat. And then in her ITM, she's like, uh, I was just doing a great job in a way that everybody loves. And suddenly I'm not doing that. Uh, no, you're not doing that. You're not doing that. But I am doing it. People don't know about people don't know about themselves. Well, I'm you gonna be real with you. You can tell, like I tell you what you're doing wrong every day, and you just keep doing the same thing. You only need to impress one person, and it's the captain. And I'm gonna tell you now. We know later on in this episode, Captain Lee thinks fucking Riley's doing a, a good job, and that's the only person you need to impress. Truth, Captain Crunch Lee. All right, uh, Captain Lee's having dinner with the guests that night. The crew is heading to the beach to set up the dinner luau party. And Kate is telling Caroline that she should have a baby with Chandler and name her Sienna Kate. And Caroline gets all flustered and weird about it. Uh, And before we continue, let's take a quick break and we'll come right back. I'm late. I'm late. Very important Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from undercover tourists. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from undercover tourists and authorized seller and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with undercover tourists now and save. UndercoverTourist.com This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. And we are back! Back on the boat, Ross is telling Riley that he spoke to Captain Lee about the breakdown of communication with Chandler and Riley says that she hears different stuff which makes her a little frantic and confused which leads her to ask a bunch of questions. 
And then Ross apologizes to her in advance because he says that he did mention her name. But then he really downplays what he said about her to Captain Lee. And Riley is not impressed. I was like, okay, Ross is really trying to put a Band-Aid over an open wound. Um, I mentioned your name to Captain Lee. And I said, just your name. I just went into the wheelhouse. Wheelhouse? Yeah. Wheel well. Bridge. Wheelhouse bridge. And I said, uh, Riley. And uh, that's all I did. Yeah. I said Riley and then I got out of there. And I assume he thinks I'm... You're doing a great job. Yeah. So I apologize. Bye. So the guests are coming to the island and Kate's making sure the musicians and fire dancers are ready to go and hiding so they can um, surprise the guests. And Adrian says his favorite name that he's ever been given is Merlin because he likes to do all sorts of concoctions with his food. And that's what he's going to do that night. He's such a little weirdo. I love him. I need like a... a He's the best. I mean, literally the best. I do feel like he is... His, he's going to have an incredible career. Oh, I'm opening a restaurant called Adrian is Merlin, and he is my head chef. That is crazy. Yeah. That's a crazy thing to name your restaurant after the head chef who will leave. Then what? <laughs> I'm okay. Everything's okay. Oh, no. I've seen this before. Nothing is okay, is it? That's my impression of... Sit down. Caroline. No, everything's fine. It. Can you give me a minute? Can you give me a minute? Can you give me a minute? Everything's great. I just need to... Um, I just need to... I just... Need to, to stop crying. Obsessively. So, Riley's annoyed because scheduling shifts have been all over the place. Because she's like, hey... Uh, oh, here's the thing. What's his name? What's his fuck face? Chandler is like, I'm going to go close my eyes for 15 minutes because I'm tired. And Riley's like, hey, uh, do you know what the late shifts like? Do you know what tonight's shifts are going to be like? And he's like, "Um, let me think about it and I'll get back to you. And she's like, what the fuck? And she says, like, uh, shifts have been all over the place because technically she's supposed to get seven hours of sleep and then be on deck after eight hours since her last shift ends. But she only gets like five hours of sleep these nights because... Uh, Chandler is not on top of scheduling or having any sort of clear organization. So on the island, Kate and Josiah are chatting and pretending to be Destiny's child and dancing. And Caroline is keeps trying to talk to them, but they're just ignoring her. I mean, it's pretty true. They do actively ignore her and she like tries to get a word in and they just ignore everything she says. That's what you get. And the dancers come out and the guests love it, which makes me think that Dancers were. I guess I've never seen dancing before. No, I don't know. Because the band was playing for them while they were eating. But then I guess the guests this whole time were just hiding in the bushes while they ate dinner. The fuck is that? So they come out and surprise the guests and they love it. And I don't know. I thought it was weird how long they made the guests hide. Did they feed them or not the guests, the dancers? I I hope they fed them. Uh, I'm sure they fed them with money. I don't think you have to care about how much people eat if you pay them enough. Yeah, I guess so. Well, on the deck, Chandler and Caroline are chatting, and she says that after this, she'll probably travel for a while, and Chandler says him too, and after growing up in Michigan, he didn't dream that he would be here even though his dad was a yacht captain for 35 years, and apparently his dad is jealous of all the places Chandler has been because he's been to more and he's only 28 years old. Yeah, but it's not like he fucking had fun there. He he kissed fucking rich people's anuses. Yeah. 
Caroline is trying to get Chandler to open up to her, and he says it takes him a while to open up. Captain Lee is very impressed with the luau Kate put together, and back on the boat, Chandler tells Ross and Ashton to go to bed because he's going to stay up and take care of the luau party cleanup when everything comes back. But once he sees the workload, he turns into a little shady bitch and tells... <laughs> He's like, tells Riley to take care of it all because he's tired and going to bed. Even though he literally sent those other two to bed where he could have at least kept one awake to help Riley. But he and he was napping. He was literally on break like an hour ago napping. And now he's tired again and has to go. Yeah, she's still getting punished and rightly so. (laughs) I I don't know. I think he's a piece of shit and bad at his job. And he thinks like, oh, I'll just uh, make Riley do everything because she's a third fucking deck hand. Look, if this deck crew was two Rosses and two Icemans, it would be humming like a bird. Yeah. But I just think Chandler should be fired. Anyway, well, back, in, back in Someone's their room. Someone's going to be. Back in their room, Ashton agrees that they could be better scheduled because no one on no one basically gets their breaks on time. And Riley is worn out and fed up with the boys. And Caroline tells Kate that her and Josiah have a stronger connection and she feels left out by them. And Kate tells her not to lose her sensitivity, uh, but that they also like her and she's good at her job and they will try more to keep her uh, included. And then everyone goes to bed and it's the next day. Yay! So the deck crew are up and working on setting up for the guests that morning and the guests sit down for breakfast and they love the lobster quiche Adrian made them for breakfast. Lobster I would like that. Quiche, I, I mean, what's too. better than fucking quiche? Just any quiche is I would incredible. I love some quiche. I should figure out how to make some. You ever had the quiche at Proof? Yes. Yes, I have. Sorry, I was trying to oh, go back. Incredible. If you ever come to Los Angeles, people, you got to go to Proof Bakery, a little bakery in Long Island. I mean, not Long Island City, in Atwater. The Long, Long Island, Island City, City of Los Angeles. <laughs> you idiot. I used to live in Long Island City for a very long time. I'm sorry. Long Island City, a great place to live. Long Island City is a great place to live. Ah, Creek in the Cave, right? Oh, yeah. They're doing, uh, well, Rebecca is producing comedy at the moment. Have you seen those Michael Che shows? In the parking lot, they stand in a truck and they draw circles and everybody sits with masks and their circles to comedy. I haven't seen that. Well, check it out. Michael Che, folks. Michael Che, you don't say. Okay. Captain Lee, uh, he wants to synchronize fender drops moving forward and Chandler doesn't give any info to the deck crew about it and... Ross takes charge and gives the rest of the crew deck crew instruction. And then finally Chandler speaks up and tells the crew exactly what Ross already told them what to do. Uh, Which again, here's what should happen. Chandler should be fired. Yes. Ross should be the bosun. I mean, if he got fired, it would kill his dad, but. I don't care. Ross should be the bosun. His dad died three weeks ago. No, that's Adrian. What? Adrian's father died three weeks ago. Adrian? Yeah, the chef. It was Adrian? Yeah. I thought it was Chandler. No, Chandler's dad is still alive. 
Oh my God, this whole time I thought, because Chandler's been doing this on a boat because his dad was like a boat guy. He was like a boat captain. He was a boat captain. And, and so, so was now he's Adrian's following his dad. And I thought his dad just died and he was dealing with all of that while being a bosun. But no. That's Adrian. Yeah. And Adrian's God, great at Adrian his job. Adrian wears it well, dog. Adrian's great at his job. And Chandler, dad's alive. Shit at his job. But both their dads were captains. Wait, Adrian's dad was a captain? Yes, he was also a captain. Oh, that's how I got those confused. But Chandler's dad and brother are also captains. That is crazy. Yeah. And Riley's a captain? And Riley's a captain of fishing boats. And Ross is a bosun? Ross has, yeah, worked as a bosun. And Iceman? It's his deal. He just... Used to be a bare bottom bartender. All right. Nothing wrong with that. No. Nothing at all, baby. That's me kissing his bare bottom. All right. <laughs> they dock the boat. The guests are leaving. Alan and Danielle say that that was the best charter they've ever had. And they leave two envelopes with tip money. Dose. Swai. Yeah. So they set this up like he's the anti. What uh, what's the guy with his name on his shirt that everybody hates that's chartered a couple times? The rich oh. guy from the penny stocks. Uh, Sykes. Sykes. Matthew Sykes? Timothy. Sykes. Timothy. Jason. Timothy Sykes. Timothy Chalamet Sykes. He, uh, why did I bring that up? Well, I can only keep track of my thoughts. I can't be tr- keep track of your thoughts as well. <laughs> I, can't, I can't think. I can't remember why I brought that up. What were we talking about? Sorry, guys. The if double, you don't know, um, we're on a Zoom call. The double Anna, envelopes. And so I can see what she's doing. And when I asked her, when I when I started, when I lost the train of my thought, uh, my train of thought, she was uh, picking her nose. No, I was uh, wiping she, my nose. Yeah, you had a Kleenex, but you were really going deep there, twisting yes, it around. Yes, I was trying to get the goddamn snot out. And I'm sorry, it was very distracting. Well, you should look. know that. Hey, you, why don't you do this? You see what I'm doing? I was quickly trying what to get this? snot what am out I doing? while tell I wasn't what I'm doing. talking. I'm not going to do you're all gonna, that. I don't have tell the energy. What I'm doing? I don't have the energy. I was tr- quickly trying to get the snot out and I, get it I moving. I put my hand over the the video. I was trying to get this shit moving all right, out just, of my just, nose. I just wanted everyone to know that it was not me. Because I, I need everyone to know that because I'm very petty. <sighs> They're talking about tip envelopes, fool. Okay. Yes, the tip envelopes. Anyway, so, uh, right, right. Oh, I see. The anti-Sykes. Sykes um, took money out of the tip when he gave it to them. And then this guy added more money into the tip. Yeah. And so he's presented this like we are about to get the single biggest tip that we have ever seen on Below Deck. And I am fully ready for it. And I, to this day, believe that he did give the single biggest tip in Below Deck history, but Captain Lee got his grubby little hands all over it and took the second envelope for himself. All right, guys, you know what time of day it is. Let's get our chugga-chugga on. Nick has accused Captain Lee of stealing tips, so drink up. All right, guests leave. Uh, Caroline says for the last year, she's been focusing on her mom, so she hasn't been able to make friends or any romantic connections and Riley is feisty and smart and she really relates to her and she's glad that they're roommates 
And Riley's complaining about the lack of sleep she's gotten because of the lack of communication of when she needs to be on deck. And the rest of the deck crew apparently ran out to take the rest of the luggage out after they told them to go change. And so Riley is changing because they told her to. And then she's not impressed that Chandler gets upset with her because she was not communicated to and didn't see everyone run out to remove the rest of the luggage because they didn't say anything to her. And he's like, well, didn't you see us all run out? She was like, no, I was in my room changing and you didn't radio me in time. Yeah, the problem is that you're in your room. That's not the excuse. No, the other guys also went in their room, but then Chandler came and got them. Mm. I didn't see that part. Never mind. Sorry, I'm wrong about Riley. I don't know. He just doesn't communicate to her because he wants her to look like a fool, I think. Wrong, wrong, wrong about Riley. (sighs) Turner is... (sighs) Anyway, it's stew meeting time, and Kate and Josiah talk about how Caroline feels left out and that they're going to try to include her more. And Josiah says that his and Kate's personalities are just more similar, uh, and they both have mastered the resting bitch face, so they can't help it. And then Riley tells Ross that she isn't feeling well with her relationship with Chandler because he hates her so much, and she feels like she can't talk to him about anything. And Ross is like, I know. Uh, It's tip meeting time. Captain Lee says he was very happy with the crew for this charter. And then we learn that they get a 22K tip. What'd you think it was going to be? I actually thought it was going to be like 30K, to be honest with you. I thought it was going to be 30K because they said it was going to be like so big. Yeah. He's like, this is a really good tip. But this is a great tip. Yeah. And then Ashton being the Iceman goes, yes, party time. Because he's so... Fun. I don't know. Iceman is yeah. so funny to me. Do you think his dad is Dolph Lundgren? Maybe. Honestly, maybe. It's so <laughs> funny how like he's like, yes, I love to party. I am a I party. I am American boy. I am a party monster. Hi, everybody. I'm Ashton. I'm here to a party. Like, that's his vibe. Too much? No. There's nothing to add because you nailed it so fucking hard. <laughs> uh, and then after that whole instance where Ashton's like, I will party myself to death. Adrian says that money doesn't have much value in his eyes. Fucking Adrian, man. Every single time he just comes so through. Funny. And it's so just like funny. money is for the weak. It's, he's the best, man. <sighs> ah, I love him. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you ready for boat facts? Not with yet. Captain Lee asked to meet with Chandler after their <laughs> tip meeting, and he asked Chandler how things are going. And Chandler says there's always backlash from Riley, and that she has a bad attitude. And he says that they don't have time for her, and he wants her gone. He basically says he says all this, and Captain Lee's like, "Well, what do you want to do about it?" And he goes, "I want to fire her. Basically, we don't have time for her because Chandler fucking sucks." That this is a great moment where you see that Chandler fucking sucks he doesn't even have the tools as a leader to work with someone who maybe they find the rest of the crew finds annoying all right did we bet on who's going home uh no i feel like we did all right let's bet on it who's going home um i think chandler's going home honestly okay i think it's gonna be riley i think this conversation that we're about to hear is why chandler basically goes home because he doesn't have the tools to be a leader. 
Okay, well, let's go on a break. And right after we come back from break, we will hear this conversation from Chandler. Back after this. I'm late. I'm late for a very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. All right, we're back. Wow, I just let you throw us to break. Like, no big deal. Yeah, and it would have been cool if you didn't mention it now. (laughs) Well, so Captain Lee is in a meeting with Chandler, and he asks how things are going. And of course, he throws Riley under the bus and says, no one likes her. Let's fire her. And thank the Lord, Captain Lee sees right through this bullshit. And he thinks that she is actually pushing hard and doing her job and learning. And just because she isn't getting along with the guys, that's not a reason to get rid of her in his eyes. And he tells Chandler to deal with it. And this is this is where I say, you know what? Chandler doesn't have it in him because Captain Lee's like, figure it out. You're the boss. Deal with it. And Chandler says, I don't think I can. There's nothing I can do. And then Captain Lee tells him, well, figure it out because we don't have the luxury of just firing her. Then he basically says, someone, not Riley, ratted out your shitty communication abilities. And uh, he doesn't say it was Ross, even though it was Ross. And then he also tells Chandler, why don't you have a meeting with your deck crew before every charter and give them a schedule? And then, of course, Chandler, again, another reason why he doesn't deserve this job, goes, I can't give them a schedule because things change every single day. We have no um, no way of knowing what will happen. And it's like, do you see how you're bad at this job? Like, no matter what the captain says, you make a dumbass excuse as to why you can't be better at your job. Also, uh, it's the same shit. You do the same shit every day. You wipe shit down. Yeah. You put shit away. You pull shit out. You put it away. You wipe shit down. There's nothing else to do. Your crew needs to know when, like even the simplest of things, like your crew needs to know when, who's working late shift and who's going to bed earlier and waking up early. So simple, fool. Figure it out. I mean, I would be a great bosun. Well, uh, Captain Lee tells him to just have an open line of communication so people aren't confused. And he's like, oh, I don't even know if I could do that. But then uh, Chandler is mad because someone went to the captain because he's like, it makes me look bad. And I bet you 100 percent 
he takes it out on Riley. Oh, 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 he didn't. So Kate and Josiah are flipping rooms and talking about how the night is going to go and they think Ashton and Riley will fight and then fuck. And then Chandler lets the deck crew knock off early and Riley goes and chills with Ashton in his room on his bed, but she gets up uh, before gossip ensues about them. And then Josiah calls Adrian an alien and he doesn't deny it. And yeah, the guys are chilling on top of the boat and they're asking uh, each other who's single. And Chandler, and the only one who's not single is Adrian. And Chandler says, everyone keeps saying him and Caroline are going to get together, but he's confused by it. And he isn't sure about her yet. And he says, he just wants someone who's like genuine and down to earth. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, fool. You'd be lucky if fucking nutball Caroline got with you. I really want to see if Adrian fucks someone. Well, he isn't an open relationship, but I can't imagine he will because he's like too busy, like creating and meditating and like fucking manifesting destiny and looking no, at I his think third he's going to fuck Caroline. Oh, OK. Uh, everyone's going out to dinner and Caroline and Chandler are talking, sitting across from each other. They're talking about how much they like to sleep. And Josiah and his ITM is like, oh, just go have sex already. Just go have sex already. And uh, Riley tells the crew that she is due for an orgasm. And Ashton says, Riley is very naughty and he needs to be careful. The way he says, Riley is naughty. I thought that was the funniest thing in the world. (laughs) I like legitimately LOL'd in my bedroom by myself. (laughs) And he was like, oh, Riley is so naughty. (laughs) He's so corny. It's the funniest person I've ever seen on TV, Ashton. "Uh Oh, she's naughty. It's like, fool, you are unbelievable that you're a real person and you walk around and have a life and just exist. Casually just exist. Ooh, naughty. Naughty yachty. Do you know who the naughty yachty is on Instagram? At naughty yachty? No. That's uh, the chick that uh, Ben fucked that last night when Hannah was trying to fuck him. What's her name? Tiffany? Tiffany. Her handle is Naughty Yachty. Naughty Yachty. Okay. I don't even know how to unpack any of that. Well, whatever. Um, Yeah, Ashton says he has to be careful with Riley because it gets complicated when you fuck crew members. And Ashton asks every time what time they should head back to the boat that night because last time it wasn't his intention to upset everyone with how drunk and wild he was. And Caroline and Chandler head off to smoke and Kate tells everyone that she wants them to have a baby and name it Sienna Kate. And Riley is like, no, I don't want her to be with my nemesis. So they head back to the boat because everyone's exhausted after dinner. And in the galley, Riley tells Caroline to tell her about her crush on Chandler and Caroline denies it and says, Kate made that up. But then Chandler comes in and Riley bounces ASAP because she hates Chandler. And then Chandler uh, and Caroline continue to eat some cake together in the galley and flirted up (sighs) there's no sexual tension between them whatsoever well i mean that's because chandler exudes nothing it's not chandler's fault he's sexy as hell that's what you think ashton and ross are having a true bromance where they take selfies and fart on each other and uh riley brings up chandler again to caroline in their room and caroline says 
And and Ch- Ch- uh, Riley says, you can like my arch nemesis and I won't hate you for it. It's okay. And and Caroline's like, I have I don't even know what to say. And then Kate and Josiah are wasted and they come into their room and they're joking around and saying that no one is fun and they stumble out and then go up into their own room and they're just being like nutballs who are wasted and making ramen. And then like up in their room, they're talking shit about who they would fire and they say Riley because she's a moron and they say Caroline but then Caroline is downstairs in the galley and could hear them talking oh no she just wants to be friends with you yeah and then they're being like we gotta talk to her because we can't just have her chatting 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 through the entire charter which I, I don't even know what that means like is she talking too much and complaining too much I think she's talking to the guests too much and not doing oh. her job enough oh and then uh Caroline can hear them and she knocks on the thing and goes up and they're like, come on, come up, come up. We'll talk to you about all this. We'll talk to you. But then she's like, let's just talk in the morning and then goes downstairs and starts crying because they're mean girling her. And then, yeah, that's the end of the episode. Oh, my God. Boat facts. Yep. It's time for Boat Facts with Nikki T's. In 2012, uh, there was a military science fiction action film that was loosely based on the board game Battleship. The film was directed by Peter Berg and stars Alexander Skarsgård, Taylor Kitsch, Brooklyn Decker, Rihanna, Liam Neeson, and more. This movie was widely considered a big bombola, a big old bomb. It cost $220 million to make. Now, you know those numbers never include the promotion, which could be another $60, $80 million. This movie cost a lot of money, and they put a lot on the shoulders of Taylor Kitsch, fresh off of his star-making turn on Friday Night Lights. Uh, Also, he was uh, the star of John from Mars which was another multi-hundred million dollar movie that was a big old flop, and it uh, essentially ended his career. Now, the movie cost $220 million to make. They tried to make it in Australia, but it was too expensive, and uh, they didn't offer them enough tax breaks, so they moved it to Hawaii. The box office in the United States, despite the $220 price tag, was only $65 million. Dollars. Hmm. Big old bomb. How much did Battleship the movie make internationally? Rounded to the nearest hundred million dollars. Huh. So it made close to a hundred million dollars? Is that what you're saying? Rounded. Rounded to the nearest hundred million dollars. Globally. Globally. So every country. Mm-hmm. How about 150 million? 300 million. It was 303 million. I mean, 300 million, still, it's hard to conceive, but a $300 million box office was a failure. They lost money. That's the story of Battleship, the movie from 2012, loosely based on the game. That's your boat fact. Back to you, Anchor. Wow, thank you for that boat fact, Nikki T's. How interesting. Battleship. Who knew? Who knew? Guys, thanks so much for listening. This was season six, episode four. You could uh, follow us at Deckheads Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us at deckheadspod at gmail.com. 
You can follow me at Anna Husney. You can follow Nick at Nick's Turners. Check out our merch on Tee Public. We would love for you to get something. And then send us a photo and we'll share it. We'd love to see photos of you guys in our merch. And uh, yeah, leave us a five-star review if you feel so inclined. We'd really appreciate it. We'd love it, actually. It'd be nice to, you know, have some nice, kind words. Because let me tell you, this is an exhausting game watching this many white people on a boat. Uh, Especially in our current times. Thanks so much for listening. See you later. Deckheads is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm late. I'm late. Very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. (sighs) Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Thursday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.